Shall I um, start us off this week? We've had uh, an email in. <gasps> yes, we please. have. Uh, it's an email from Liam. Mm-hmm. Hello, Liam. Hello, Liam. Thanks, thanks. Hopefully, long time listener, first time writer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, uh, I mean, I'll preface this at the start by Liam goes on to say. Um, this has been a very much a stream of consciousness message. I'm so sorry if it's hard to read, but I'm dyslexic and hating it would be a hate crime. And do you want to commit a hate crime? Maybe you do. If you do want to commit one, let me know and I'll decide if I want to commit one with you as well. I mean, that definitely um, sounds like a long-term listener because it's like but, they are aware of my attitude towards everything. But it's it, it's it's chaotically written at times, which is what I'm prefacing yeah. that up top. Okay, I'm going to read this out. This is Liam's disclosure to us. Mm-hmm. Right, full disclosure, I'm a top. Have been since 2006. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Straight in. I'm a top. Straight in. I'm a top. Have been since 2006. Probably earlier, but would have been illegal. Weird admission. Do you know what? For a second then, I just thought, oh, that means he's gay. Just ignoring the whole top aspect of it. Like, knowing that that's... Yes. And I'm like, oh, illegal. Oh, gay. Um. Anyway, sorry, go on. Now, I was bad at being gay for a long time. <laughs> First boyfriend I never liked kissing, felt bad, brushed my teeth after, some kind of guilt Aww. I probably should have discussed with an NHS professional. Oh. I've kind of got over that in the preceding 15 years, but I'm still relatively quiet. Uh, quiet for a working It's a Big City gay. yes Liam relatively quiet for a big city gay so sadness, lockdown, stretch marks I think nothing on the horizon I think hmm maybe I should try sex toys, I'm a modern man I've got a pair of skinny jeans in the cupboard I can't fit in, I could (laughs) sing a sea shanty in a tight top if I wanted to so I bought a few in the last few weeks, just because, fuck it. So first of all, the anxiety of getting them delivered. I didn't want the postman of my area to know I had looked at a dirty picture, let alone been one myself. Oh my God. <laughs> been a dirty this. picture. Well, is he recording himself? Because how else is he a dirty well, picture? I don't know. The rest of the email doesn't say as much. Well, I think that's a bit of leakage right there. I think perhaps leakage. he didn't Let's mean not to. talk about leakage in this particular I think uh, this, story. I if think. there's ever a right time to discuss leakage, it sounds like it's now. So they get delivered without any judging looks of the Royal Mail employee. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, there is a fit postman on Tuesdays, so I'd be happy for him <laughs> to see. <laughs> Maybe I should hang a pride flag on Tuesdays or repurpose the letterbox. To what? To his own glory hole? I I think that is what he's getting at. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Apologies. But the flap, the flap is going to... The flap is preventative, surely. Well, I mean, you can hold it open, but if you slip... Yeah, but what if it's a double flap? Oh, it depends how, you know... Your ding dong is Liam. If you could write in, please, and just qualify how big you qualify both uh, the size of your winky and also the size of your letterbox. Yeah, and just the flap situation, just the whole thing, and the flap situation. Yeah, pictures of everything is fine. Anyway, I digress. Mm -hmm. This is Liam's words, not mine. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I digress. Cock rings, dildo. 
flesh tube thing, butt plug, and a plentiful amount of lube has now been delivered. More lube than a sex addict would have had hot dinners. How rich is this Liam? Because that is a pricey cargo he's just purchased. So he's single and has disposable income. Mm. I mean, winner, winner. Just needs to get himself a little little, um, toy boy twink to buy presents for. Yeah, or just... Go into a pit of actual self-loathing and become straight for a while because that sounds like a man I could get involved with. I'll pass it on. Yeah, cheers. Uh, Liam, if you're listening. Um, So he says, more lube than a sex addict would have had on hot dinners. In bracket, in brackets, doesn't work as a metaphor, but fill in the blanks, kind of like a wheel of fortune, but not with the problematic hosts. I I mean, I don't watch Wheel of Fortune, so I don't know. What's he on about? I don't know. I've no idea. We're just on the journey now, okay. Okay. New new paragraph. Mm -hmm. Right. So try the flesh tube thing, which is meant to feel like someone's mouth. It doesn't. It just feels like someone's decided to guide you into an aggressive tunnel, one that Thomas the Wank Engine would turn down. (laughs) (laughs) Aggressive tunnel is my porn name. Yeah, uh, I am loving that. If that is not the title of this week's episode, then you've done everybody a disservice. (laughs) He continues. Okay, so that's not for me. So, butt plug, give it a go. Lube everything up, bum, plug, everything. I think this is probably why he prefaced that he was a top. Right, so he's not used to the the butt stuff. Potentch. Potentch, Yeah, okay. Oh, well, I hope he cleaned. Oh, well, there you go. Considering the only things that have been up there (laughs) is the odd finger, brackets, some of them very odd, Oh. I'm a bit nervous. It just isn't working. I'm dyspraxic, so I do struggle with <laughs> angles and dexterity. <laughs> and so he's quite. And he's the top with issues with angles and dexterity. Well, you can normally see, though. I suppose if you're a top, you've got the perspective. Yeah. Okay. Understood. Yeah. Yeah. If you're understood. not, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, uh, to to be to transpose it. I see. Do you remember the first time you tried to put in a tampon? Oh gosh, horrendous! Yeah, yeah, absolutely horrendous. You're it's, supposed it's to a like learning curve. angle it to the back. I did all front, all front. All front. It was basically <laughs> hanging out of me. It was terrible. <laughs> it was like by the time I pushed it out, it was, it was... basically was it up your nose? <laughs> what do you mean when you no, say all like, front? <laughs> no, because when you, I mean, sorry, Liam, that I'm hijacking your story, but when you, so obviously you can go front, but that's only like a tiny little bit that's kind of like where your g-spot is not as far to go right so you're supposed to angle it back so it goes completely up the the vagina so i angled it forward thinking like i'd got confused between forward and back and so it didn't go very far so but by the time i took it out it was like a scrunched like all sort of like 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 where I'm I can't, basically... I can't begin begin <laughs> to express the faces that Freud is doing right now. It's like a kind of pug face, like <laughs> nee. And I don't know how that translates. But to it was being like where I correct tampon. Okay, well imagine smushing a tampon against a wall. That was how it looked by the time it came out. Because I'd been okay. so aggressive with it, I thought I'd done it wrong, so I persevered. So I'd been so aggressive with it rather oh. than going. Oh, babe, start from the beginning. Anyway. Sorry, Liam. What we're saying is, when you're doing something that you don't have an eyeline on and it's unfamiliar... Yeah, okay. We sympathise with Liam, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. So he's just... Dispra- Excuse me. Just <laughs> <laughs> As if the tone couldn't be lowered. 
Uh, I'm dyspraxic. I do struggle with angles and dexterity, and it's quite hard some of this, but I can't claim universal credit for a butt plug, can I? (laughs) (laughs) So I have to Google for advice. Now, here lies my problem. I'm lubed up. I'm sticky, slippy, and sweaty. So I ask Alexa to bring up the page on the (gasps) TV slash video on the box that the manufacturer had. I ask Alexa again because she ain't replying to me, probably because she's sick of me. (laughs) My window is open. It's open. I forgot this. I'm shouting out to the road. The road! Capital letters. My area has heard open YouTube, open love honey butt buddy video tutorial advice. Why didn't I just wipe my hands? Did my neighbours hear? I don't know. If they did, how do I style this out next time I come face to face with them? This has been very much a stream of consciousness message. So sorry if it's hard to read. Anyway, I've rambled more than Neil Oliver around his precious Dover cliffs. I I, I don't (laughs) Don't understand that reference. Don't understand rambling references, honey. Uh, Maybe this is why you're single. Uh, Cheers. Leave. (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely love that the story was surrounding butt plug and then he's managed to end it with you know, reference to some very specific, I'm going to say highbrow rambler. I'm going to say Neil Oliver is a rambler, if that is, that's what we're doing with this. My gosh. Phenomenal. (laughs) So what was the question though? Did he ask our opinion on something? No, this isn't, this isn't my brother, my brother. Okay. No one, no one rings in with advice. Shit. They just call in with their shit. Because I did, for a second then, I did think, shit, I'm going to have to give this guy advice. And honestly, I can't help you out. Um, I don't think... What I would say is maybe... Rigging up two girls is necessarily... No, gonna, but I would say... place to go for I thought life. perhaps... I didn't think perhaps... Perhaps. I, I did think perhaps. I did think perhaps um, that the question was more on the neighbour front rather than the butt plug front. Well, it is sort of about what does he do the next time? Yeah, I would, um, I would brazen it. Just don't act ashamed because they, it could be something that was on the television. No one knows it was him actually doing it. So they'll have forgotten about it. Yeah, just eye contact it. Don't look ashamed because the minute you look ashamed, it's a guilty conscience right there. So stay strong, Liam. Don't let them know it was you asking for a tutorial from Love Honey about how to insert something into your anus. Okay? Although, maybe just grab the ball by the horns, knock on their door and say, excuse me, sorry to bother you, have any of you ever inserted a (laughs) book? I am having the most terrible trouble. Look at my sticky hands! It's fucking all over me! Oh my god, amazing. I mean... Yeah, that that is one route. That is one route entirely. Um, I don't think I would take that route. Well, you're a coward. (laughs) I am. I mean, I am such a coward. I get so nervous all the time. And whenever there's anything sort of remotely embarrassing in line with neighbours, I always think like, I constantly sing in my house. And me too. I mean, my neighbours have heard it all. And then, because I'm always singing musicals, I then once heard my slightly grouchy male neighbour on one side singing Annie once. He was singing a song <gasps> from Annie. It was um the song that Daddy Warbucks did think- at the end. And I was like, he knows I'm in the garden right now. Is he trying to like establish a friendship? Or is he passive aggressively trying to ruin your enjoyment well, in the garden? Well, backfired singing? because I fucking loved his Daddy Warbucks. <laughs> <laughs> so. And this guy 
Eli's never friendly to me either, so, so it's a okay. weird tactic to go down if that is his thing. I feel you, I feel you. Um, anyway, whatever you're no, about I mean, to say is completely the- trumped, because yeah, you you say you're embarrassed about your neighbour's opinion. You did tell me that when it was kicking off with your upstairs neighbours, you sat and watched at the window, unobscured by curtains. I yes. mean, that's quite embarrassing behaviour. <laughs> no, without shame. Absolutely without and shame. They were already shameful, so you didn't feel you were you were Yeah, they were already okay. full of the shame. So I was it was almost like I was watching them, hoping that they'd see me watching them, so that maybe they'd be a bit embarrassed and behave with some decorum. <laughs> like, don't forget a person lives down here, you know. You could be shagging all night and having some Barney on your doorstep. But there is a, a front row witness. That was what it was about. And also it was like Jeremy Kyle in real time, but without the wrongness that was Jeremy Kyle. Could I have tried to step in to resolve? No, no. Do you know what? I couldn't have done that. Who do you think you are, Graham? No. (laughs) You need a qualified professional to deal with that sort of shit. You ain't Graham. (laughs) Graham, can you come out here, please? Who do you think you are? Graham, Graham. Can you come out here, please, Graham? It's time to get Graham on. Graham, Graham, Graham? could you you come out here, please? Graham, Graham, please. please. Everybody, Graham. Graham, thank you. Come on, Graham. Fucking love Graham. Fucking loved Graham and his teeny tiny little glasses. He always had really small glasses, didn't he? Loved Graham. Bald head, tiny glasses. Perfect. What a babe. Should we do the intro? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) It's been like 18 minutes. I'm like, come on. Has it actually? It back, We're just literally dripping over Graham over here. Uh, right. Um, hold on, hold on. I did have it. There we go. Welcome to Misery Loves Company. <laughs> so I, because I know why I have to get this up each week to read it. Because I have quite a long section for the intro. Whereas you have... Welcome to Misery Loves Company. And then at the end you have <laughs> Anne Freuder. <laughs> Sorry, are you judging me for not being off book right now? Is this what I'm getting from you? A little bit. A little <laughs> is this, this is... A, do you know what? I had the talent. Oh, I'm Let's sorry, not I'm forget sorry. it. All well, right. if you have the Let's talent, you should I'm know. Fucking off book by dress rehearsal, okay? <laughs> Jeez. Uh. <laughs> sorry. Do you want to take it again? No! No, okay, yeah. Welcome to Misery Loves Company. The podcast dedicated to those moments (laughs) in life so tragic, so embarrassing, so pathetic and frustrating that the only solace is that they do make a good story. We are your hosts, Chardon. And Freuda! Yay! Yay! (laughs) Amazingly, I've read all of that as well. Yeah. (laughs) It's the classic, if you've still got your book in your hand, you'll look at it. Those are the rules. I um I did something phenomenal this week. <clears throat> Excellent. What did you do? I did two things phenomenal. One thing is just a great, great little um moment, which I'm fairly certain you'll have seen on the old Instagram. Okay. Uh, where I booked to go to a theme park. Um, oh yeah. At the end of August, <laughs> and booked the wrong one. <laughs> just booked all the towers. I was supposed to go to Thorpe Park. That's hilarious. Like, what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> 
You would have had to see the words all the towers so many yeah. times throughout the booking process. Yeah, yeah, literally so many times. I had to put in all of my details, confirm Alton Towers, Alton Towers, Alton Towers, put it up. My friend that I'm going with shared it to her story. It was like, yes. And then literally five minutes later was like, are we supposed to be going to Alton Towers? <laughs> Could you not have just gone on? Let's go to Alton Towers instead. Well, no, because she'd booked Thorpe Park. Oh, she bu- booked the right one. Oh, I see. Oh no. <laughs> so we were booking separately. So it's only we were... your ticket that's fucked up. Yeah. Oh, I see. So then I had to book another ticket to Thorpe Park. So if anybody wants to go to Alton Towers, because they're non-refundable but they are transferable, um, so that was one thing I did that week that was just for not like it was peak. It was it was peak. Just, just that moment where your heart just drops, like, oh, for yeah, God's like, oh, sake. sake. What have I done now? Last time it was the mattress, now I'm booking the wrong fucking theme park. Honey, honey, honey. You know? And then the other thing I did this week, which I think is a good discussion, mm-hmm. um, because I'm also, I'm, one, not ashamed of my actions. Okay. Okay, I, I need to begin that way. But number two, I also completely understand why the person took the course of action that they took. Right, okay. Because I would have done the same, but I also would not change my behaviour. Okay. Good okay. Friend. So I'm chatting to this guy off of uh, a well-known dating app. It's called Bumble. Bumble, you are welcome to sponsor me. I would like a free proper membership. Okay, that's where we're going with that one. Um, I chat to this guy off of Bumble and he was like did you want to maybe have like a phone call and I was like well, no not really did you just want to go for a drink yeah, well, I, I, yeah. I never understood that when people suggest phone calls I'm like, I don't have any phone calls with my fucking mother like, no. my nearest but and also, dearest let alone you there's a stranger no, there's no requirement for it anymore no. you no. know so anyway so I said to this guy we'll call him Barry have we had a Barry we've almost definitely had a Barry have we had a okay We've definitely had a Boris. We've had a Bob. If we had a Bartholomew. No, I was thinking Bartholomew. Here we go. Okay, so Bartholomew. We'll call him Bartholomew. Barty. Barty. Barty Crouch. Barty Crouch Jr. Barty Crouch Jr. So it's chatting away to Barty. We booked in to go out this Friday, so tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I thought, okay, well, I'm going to meet this person. I need to do my due diligence because he is a stranger. It could potentially be a murderer. So I have his name and I have his place of work. Oh, right. So I go to LinkedIn and I type in Barty plus place of work. And he's literally the first up there because he has quite an unusual name. Okay. It's not Barty, but it's on that level of not very common. Okay. So he comes up. So then I have his first name, his surname, and that he's a junior. So I think, fucking great. Put it into Instagram. He's the first one that comes up. So I'm like, okay, so it's checking out. One, you work at the place that you said you work at. And two, you have an Instagram, which is different pictures to the ones that I've seen on the the site. So I'm like, okay, this is all checking out. Cool. This was at like quarter to seven in the morning. Right. And I'm scrolling through because his account was public. So I could view everything. He had something up on his story, but I was like, don't look at his story. You fucking weirdo. You would know, you know give yourself away of course you would know i don't really um, check out my stories that often oh see whereas i check out my stories because i like to see who the lurkers are uh, i'm just so popular it would take me so long oh obviously having to get through the rooms and <laughs> rooms of people that are looking at your stories yeah 
So I go through his account and then I accidentally like a picture from 2016. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so straight away I unlike it and then just throw my phone away from me. Can and I'm like, sorry, I do need to, because as I was doing that, it popped up on Zoom. Are you playing music? It was like, Yeah. Oh, you're liking that picture of me from uni, are you? Yeah. Someone's doing some archaeology. Someone's creepy. Someone's excavating. Um, honestly, Chardon, you know when you just think, I am the carefulest of all carefuls. What the fuck? But do you know what it was? It was a multi-post on Instagram, so I was swiping through and obviously had just Touched left my finger on too hard. long whilst I was swiping through and it thought it was a double if click. If you unlike it, will it cancel... Well, this is what I'd hoped. So I'd unliked it straight away thinking, woof. And so I had a message to him. I was waiting on his response and the texting. He responded about an hour after this incident. And I thought, I'm in the fucking clear. He's not seen it. He's not seen it. We were scheduling where we were going to go on Friday. Then I respond back and say, oh, I can do about six o'clock, blah, 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 somewhere near in between our works. You know, what do you think? Never heard from him again. Oh. Now. But was it because of that, or was it just? Well, I've. It's not. I, I can't exactly text him and say, "Sorry, you're not talking to me because you saw that I liked a picture <laughs> of yours from 2016 on Instagram," or are you just ghosting me because you're actually not feeling it? What like, kind of asshole are you? Yeah, I just need to confirm. But if it is the 2016 Instagram like that's caused this you know, lack of communication. I don't judge him. Well, I don't. I don't judge him because ultimately... I was chatting... Oh, I don't know. Because if you think about the steps I had to take to find his yeah. Instagram account, you know, it's not like I had his number and he d- told me his surname and, you know, blah, blah, blah. If someone you this were flirting was... with texting did a deep dive Instagram like mm-hmm. that... But they had a legit reason for knowing your Instagram. You'd just be like, oh, I'll say someone's interested. And actually, it might just yeah, be sort of funny. No. no. Oh, God. No. Oh, this was... God. But this was... I mean, this is what I'm saying. I'm, I would have taken exactly the same course of action he did, if that is why he stopped talking to me. Obviously, if he wasn't feeling it, then that's just a bit rude. But from but his everybody perspective... everybody does it. Everybody has that no, stall. No, from... His perspective, I've gone full psycho because I didn't know his surname. He didn't give me any information about him. I've taken it upon myself. I mean, the guy was clearly not very secure because it took me all of 45 seconds to get from Bumble to Instagram. (laughs) He should want a resourceful girlfriend who will put in time and effort. And that is exactly the skills you displayed. Uh... Yeah. So this is what I'm saying. I understand exactly why... If that's the reason why he stopped talking to me, because it is very intense. On the other hand, I would, I would do the exact same thing again. I would probably not like a post from 2016. That would not be a course of action I'd choose to do again, but I would definitely do that again because you don't know who the fuck you're meeting up with. 
And you need to do your due diligence to A, know that they are who they say they are. Yep. And B, you sort of, I don't know. I mean, there's only so much you can tell from a social media presence, but I would be less inclined to meet up with somebody who just put pictures of like themselves on their own and like cars and maybe like some manga shit on yeah, their Instagram. Because exactly. I'm like, <laughs> you're, you're so a right. loner. Like there's something isn't going to match up with us. Whereas if I go on someone's Instagram and there's pictures of them with friends and, you know, they're sort of doing things that I would do. Travelling, whatever. Yeah, like, but also that they have friends. And I'm like, oh, you know how to interact with people. This will be okay. Yeah. You know, you have to give yourself that sort of little... No, I'm with you. ...zhuzh of a person's personality, that little bit of filler that social media can sometimes provide. Mm -hmm. So I would still do exactly the same thing again. I just wouldn't like a post from 26. I just wouldn't like anything. No matter the year, you don't like it, okay? Just be careful. Just be careful. Yeah, just stop being so fucking ham-fingered and... (laughs) So annoyed, and he was so fit as well. Oh, honey. He was so fit. Oh, my God. That's just said to me. Are you playing music? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think Zuma's just dissed you fucking massively. <laughs> You're like, so yeah, I am Jennifer Hudson. So yeah, <laughs> I go and it fucking ask me if I play music. You just got mugged right off now. Um, so yeah so I guess my question to you is what would you have done if you were him what would you have done it would depend on the vibes you know like if that had happened and the perpetrator was my current partner who I did meet online uh, I might have just thought oh you're keen you're fucking weird Mm. but you're keen and I can't judge you because I do the same thing have a cheeky google uh, if it was somebody I didn't know that well and I was getting creepy vibes from them and I wasn't quite sure about them and that happened, I, yeah, would probably feel quite unsettled and stop talking to them. <laughs> I, I, I think when you when you do a, a forensic deconstruction, you know, when I really do an autopsy on the situation, I did come across really keen because, like, literally we matched and then the next day I'm like, do you want to just go for a drink on Friday? And then the next day... I like a picture of his from 2016 on Instagram. It's it's not great. It's not great. The the Mm. vitals are back. The report's back, and Mm. and it's not looking good. No, it wasn't a natural causes, was it? No, this was murdered. You murdered it. Yeah. But again, I I still don't think you're at fault because you do have to do due diligence, as we were saying. No, and that's why at the beginning, I'm not saying that what I did was wrong. Yeah. But what I did wasn't right. I shouldn't have liked anything. I mean, it wasn't intentional. It was an accident. But we yep. all do it. You have to do it. You have to. It's like whenever I go for a date with somebody that I don't know, every single time, my friend Mary, I sh- share my location with her. I tell her where I'm going, when I'm going. Because if I was going to get murdered, the person I would want to know about it would be Mary. Yeah. You know, because also she knows where the toys are. 
So she's got to come over and destroy them before my parents. Oh, fucking hell. You know, if you were dead, I really hope that your mourning family wouldn't take the time to judge you for your sex toys. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, get also, some perspective. If I was dead, would you really want my mother finding them? Well, no, you just want them gone. You just want you just want them not to be a thing that has to be dealt with one way or the other. Yeah, that's true. And Mary's that person. Oh. So she knows... Hello. She knows she's on the hook if I... And she also knows that if anyone has to tell my parents, it has to be her. What, that you're dead? Or that you, once you, when you were alive, you had sex toys? Oh, no, that I'm dead. I'm no, sorry I to mean... break this to you. <laughs> Will she tell <laughs> me? Your daughter was a freak. Well, no, mum would obviously tell you. No, your mum would tell you. Uh, can I just put this on the table now? If you die, I don't want to hear about it from my mum through your mum from your friend, okay? You fucking tell your friend Mary... <laughs> That she's got a message me. <laughs> well, I'll pass over your number because it'd be really fucking depressing to get that on a Facebook messenger. <laughs> you she can insta me. I found out that my grandma was dead via text. Yeah, I found out my gra- one of my grandmas was dead via text. I say one of my grandmas. I'm broken home, so there's step grandparents everywhere. Yeah. I found out. Yeah, I found out my stepmother's mother died on a train into work the day of my Christmas party. I still went. I'd uh, fucking organised it. Yeah, it's bitch. Like, well, what, what, not being funny, at that point, what are you going to do? What am I going to do? What are you going to do when it comes for you? Bad boys, bad boys. I remember my mum telling me the day her mum passed away, she went to see the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> but, like, they had tickets, and obviously they, they were having a very sad time. <laughs> Don't spit out your drink. <laughs> Calm down. Oh, my God. Mm. Are you choking? Don't die. Mm-mm. I'll call Mary. Hide the toys! Hide the toys! <laughs> when you're going to say stuff like that, can you please be aware of your surroundings? Okay? <laughs> can you please watch? Your mother's mother died. Yes. Nana Chardon died and your mum went, do you know what I'm going to do to oh, make myself feel no, better? And go see the fucking Rocky Horror Picture Show. No, it wasn't. I don't... She, she, they, she died when they were together, I think. But it was in the last hours and it was clear what was going to happen and that <laughs> sort of thing. And uh, my mum's dad was just like, you can't do anything here. Just take your mind off it and go to the show like you're planning to do. So they did. I know, but of all the... Sh- I, think, I think it's the show that it is. Well, I don't but know. Like, I would, I'd rather see Rocky Horror Picture Show than fucking Lame Miz or something if I'm feeling Yeah, sad. I mean, don't go see Lame Miz, but like you could go see Hairspray. But Rocky no. Horror Picture Show, you know, where you've got What's His Face doing What's His Stuff, you know, till it, till it, till it touch me. I'd I love to see that. that show could cheer me up, whatever was happening. I mean, I'd just be like watching it, just be like, well, my mum's dead. Best find some joy in the world. Gonna check out Tim How- Tim Curry looking fit AF. In- yeah, I mean to be so, fair. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that is th- that was a sexual awakening in a very bizarre way for me. I know. Yeah. But at the same time, if I was going out with a guy and he asked to wear my underwear, I don't know if I'd find that sexy. I think it was for me specific to Tim Curry in that situation wearing oh, those clothes. I don't know. I, uh, me and uh, a friend were making Venn diagrams the other day of the type of men we fancy. Okay, phenomenal. <laughs> just yeah, just as a laugh, that. just as a laugh. Um, 
uh, and theirs was sort of um, a combination of sort of being handsome and being stupid. And then in the middle, you've got a himbo, which is sort of the trendy thing at the moment. Have you heard What's that? What's a himbo? You've never heard of a himbo? No. A himbo is a very attractive man who is not the cleverest person in the room and is fine with that. So it's basically not a huge ego, not that smart, and just really respects women. And examples are Thor. <laughs> okay. So I need to Google himbos. Famous himbos. What, but what does the word himbo mean? It's just like, like, what's that it's made like, of? It's the word bimbo with him in it. Oh, okay. Mm. So himbo, Urban Dictionary, a very dumb man with a heart of gold. He's a little Aww. slow, but he's trying his best. Big, beefy. Almost always has a nice ass and drinks respect women juice. What is what is that? I get what you mean. Yeah, okay. Thor. Yeah, that works. I'm, I'm, I'm going to... I'm in the weeds now. Here we go. Okay. Himbo examples. <laughs> okay, who have we got? Notable himbos include... <laughs> Include Kronk from The Emperor's New Groove. Kronk <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was fit and such a himbo. Yeah, total I'm, himbo. Um, total himbo. So- what a babe. Soccer from Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, Jason Mendoza from The Good Place. Do you watch The Good yes, Place? Yes, oh my god, loved Jason Mendoza. Beautiful, kind heart. He was in love kind with Kind of stupid the, um... with the robot lady, yes. Yeah, with the robot Janet. lady. Janet. Um... Uh, and Mr. Peanut Butter from Bojack Horseman. Um, so, so anyway, now we've educated you. That's what a himbo is. <laughs> okay, so it's only so coming. What was to... your what was your Venn diagram? Well, I... So that was okay. their Venn diagram. <laughs> well, there's there's was more detail than that, but I can't remember it now, and I also don't want to yeah, help yeah. them because they're not in the episode. But um, mine was uh, it was three circles because my taste in men is is very polarized. On the mm. one end, you've got big. Scary, mm. hairy, blokey bloke, lumberjack shirt wearing. Yeah, the Greg Davies of the world. Oh yes, of course. Mm. Um, examples of this were sort of Greg Davies, David Harbour. Yes. From Stranger Things, John Hamm, the Hound from Game of Thrones. Um, you fucking love the Hound from I Game do! of Thrones. I do. Okay, he's beautiful. He's Scottish. He, he, he's scary. Yeah. Um, and then on the other end of the spectrum, pale. Thin would not survive a harsh winter. Craig Parkinson. No, I wouldn't put Craig Parkinson over there. I'll tell you what. He's he's tall, skinny, and and pale. Okay, okay, I'll accept Craig Parkinson. Um, yeah. Uh, the examples I had were the comedian Chris Fleming, who I think is beautiful. Um, Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham, yeah. Uh, uh Griffin McElroy of the McElroy podcasting dynasty. Um. <laughs> Uh, there were some that sort of fell into the slight in between of these mm-hmm. two. Uh, and those were, the only examples I could come up with on the flight anyway, were Adam Driver and Keanu Reeves. Yeah, but, but I think they're their own subsect. Well, this is it. But they, they have this sort of dark, handsome, sort of scary thing. But they are very pale and thin and look a bit vulnerable. Yeah, it's so almost like, yeah. It, it's like if you were going to put it on like a, almost like if you were going to ombre it. They are, it would be like, ombre. It would be Keanu Reeves, Adam Driver, Noel Fielding, Craig Parkinson's, Bo Burnham. A continuous ombre, all the way yeah. from Rory McCann to who's the palest 
skinniest of the Probably boys. Adam Driver, is it? No, oh my no, past Adam Driver. I'm talking I see you chucked a lot of names out there that I don't really know. No, sorry, you have to I have to send it to you and you can do some research after the show. Okay, yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, but anyway, what that. I will say <laughs> I will make you like I make I made you watch inside and I can make you do this as well. Um and then there's a third circle which intersects all of the circles. And this circle's label is No Concern for Heteronormativity would dance in lingerie for me. Timothy Chalamet. No, I don't have a thing for Timothy Chalamet, but I think he would fit in the circle, but he wouldn't yeah. be in my fanciable circle. Okay. So so any of the men that have any of the traits I met I mentioned at first mm-hmm. are lovely. If I think that they would they'd be comfortable enough to dance in their pants for me in ladies' underwear, <laughs> that yeah, that does it for me for some reason. <laughs> So when I said I wouldn't find it attractive if somebody wore underwear for me, you're just sat on that little perversion there, aren't you? <laughs> you're just it's keeping nothing. that one fucking quiet. There was uh, notable exceptions, uh, notable uh, examples. Uh, Rufus Sewell in the BBC adaptation of The Taming of the Shrew. Oh my god! Or in A Knight's Tale. Or in A Knight's Tale. Being the Taming Oof. of the Shrew. Uh, it's in Taming of the Shrew that when Petruchio turns up to his wedding, he's wearing a ridiculous outfit to embarrass his wife. And in that particular adaptation, he turns up to the wedding in a dress. And he just looks gorgeous, honestly. <laughs> honestly. Bo Burnham, when he's doing white women's Instagram and he's posing like a basic yeah. white bitch. It's uh-huh. attractive. It is. Although <laughs> <laughs> he said, it's attractive. It's attractive. It's attractive. It's attractive. Anyway, maybe I'll put that on the Instagram. <laughs> oh my god, please put that on the Instagram. <laughs> so when it when it comes to my taste in men, this is all academic, of course, because mm. committed. Um, but committed. Um, yeah, big and scary, small and very vulnerable. Um, nothing in betwixt. Like not. <laughs> this is why never I'm, the t- never the twain shall never meet. the twain shall meet. This is why I'm not interested in your conventionally attractive Tom Cruise's Brad Pitt's or whatever. I mean, no one's interested in Tom Cruise unless you're... Not anymore. I'm trying to think of a current example. Tom Hardy. I know, I do. uh, Yeah, but again, he's a Mm. bit too in the middle. He's not scary enough and he's not vulnerable enough. (laughs) Mm. Mm. Um, I've... I think um, lockdown has sent me a bit mad. Yeah, Because um, when it comes to public figures that I'm fancying. Like, yes. it's almost becoming obsessive for a very short period of time and then I move on. Yeah, but that's sort of, that's quite common, isn't it? I, I yeah. always have intense celebrity but I crushes know... I get over really quickly. Yeah, I don't know if I'm like, if I've just never noticed it before or this is a new thing that is just happening because there is nothing except, or at least there was nothing except me, my TV and a vibrator. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Like, I don't know, I don't know if if one has begotten the other. Um, (laughs) Freuder, Freuder. Vibrance begets vibrance. (laughs) 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 That wasn't worth it, was it? Yeah, no, not really. I loved it. My new best, my new favourite phrase for sort of, not saying masturbation, but implying masturbation. Yes. Is just a casual buzz buzz bitch. <laughs> I hated your face when you said that so much. A buzz buzz bitch. A buzz buzz bitch. What are your plans for tonight, buzz buzz bitch? 
Goes without saying. Goes without saying. Goes without saying. Buzz, buzz, bitch. But like you say, you've just got less to focus on, haven't you? So something that might be a passing crush in normal life. Yeah, so like there was a really long time. Oh my God, I watched Outlander and I really watched it. And then I moved in with my friends, didn't I? And it was then, so I'd watched Outlander, but like it was great, you know, whatever. And then I moved in with my friends for six months and it just so happened that literally three weeks into that six months, the national lockdown happened. So we then started watching Outlander again. So then I was really like, okay, you are in my head. And the fella Sam Hewen that plays the main guy in that, holy sweet fucking Jesus. But not really in many other things because I watched them because I became a bit obsessed with Sam Hewen. But just in that, I was like, fuck me. If he turned around to me and said Sassanac, I literally think I'd cream myself. He said what? What's Sassanac? Sassanac. It means like outsider. Is it something they say in the show? Yeah, it's something that the Okay, that's fine. I thought it girl. might be some new sexual lingo that I no, don't know no, no. because I've been out of the scene so But long. he's just like really brooding and he's ginger. We know how I feel about oh. a lochange. And he just broods and he just goes, Sassanac. And I'm like, <laughs> And then on the other hand, I started to watch another show. Um, this is when I, I finally moved out of my friend's places so I could really enjoy myself. Um... <laughs> And it was another show called A Discovery of Witches. I remember hearing about that, yes. Was it good? Really good, actually. Really good. Yeah. But the main guy in that is Matthew Good. Holy shit. He is... Yeah, I like him, but he is, like I say, in the middle. He's 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 in in the the middle middle of the ombre, and I'm not about that. For me, I'm going to say for about two and a half, maybe even three months, for me, he was front and centre. I was watching... So much Matthew Good content. Some of it wasn't good. It wasn't It was good. not Matthew Good. Did you watch Watchmen? No, I didn't did watch, you watch Watchmen. Did you watch Brideshead but... Revisited? <laughs> no, that wasn't available, but I did watch Downton Abbey, but mainly just from the series that he was in. And I watched The Imitation Game. I just watched so much Matthew Good content okay. that for a while, I actually thought we could be together. That's what Let alone called... the fact he's been married for nearly 20 years and has some wonderful children, I presume. Um, and then just all of a sudden, the spell was broken. Yeah, it happens. What a lovely trip. What a lovely trip we all took there. Was it worth it? Probably not. <laughs> Will it make it to the episode? Maybe. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seriously, though. While we're talking, I I'm trying to figure out how this fits into the theme of the show, but this is all. Tra- this whole conversation is tragic. So I'm I mean, sure there is literally out. no theme this week. Is it? Is, was there a theme? Did we no, theme it? Not really. No. 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 Um. Buzz, buzz, bitch. Um, <laughs> buzz, buzz, bitch. Buzz, buzz, bitch. Um. I'm trying to think of an embarrassing story because I've gotten away a few weeks of not actually really saying any embarrassing stories. <laughs> I've just been coasting off the back of everybody else's. Yeah, but we also know that I love to hog the limelight, so really... That is true. I'm trying to think I of am. something that in any way relates to what we've been talking about and only in relation to your um, uh, uh, Instagram misdemeanour in terms of like online yeah. embarrassments. Uh, is the word. <laughs> it wasn't that bad it doesn't warrant like a 20 minute discussion but i did once i was uh sending a budget so i have a budget that i keep on my memory stick and i write down in it everything that i spend i started mm-hmm. doing this a couple of years ago when i realized i was 
just being bad with money. It hasn't yeah. stopped me spending my money, but I don't now. But get, now you're more aware of it. I don't now get to the end of the month and go, "Where the hell has that gone?" And I'm like, as I go, I'm like, "Yeah, this is happening." Um, and I have that open quite frequently when I add things into it. Uh, but in my old job, I was working in fundraising and I was working on a budget for a particular project. <laughs> and so it came time, I finished the draft of this budget and I wanted to send it around to a group of about 10 people who were a part of this team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did so. And then the boss of the company <laughs> um, came back and said, um, Shardin, I don't think, this is the budget you meant to send. <laughs> and I looked, and sure enough, I had sent my budget, my personal budget, with records of everything I've bought in the last five years <laughs> to everybody. And I went, I immediately did the thing of like, ha ha, please delete that. Here's the correct one. Um, <laughs> Which makes everybody look at what you've sent accidentally. And like, I just like, because there's sort of lists of things I need to buy as well, which are kind of like mm. knickers, tampons, la la la. And like, I mean, if they wanted to go back, they could see some of the embarrassing lube, purchase. condoms. What as if yeah. I'd like put it as lube and condoms on my own? I don't know what you'd put it as. No, I'd just put it in like expenses. <laughs> we did a great one at work. We did a great one when Prince Philip died. Yes. We send around an internal message every Friday. And the week that Prince Philip died, we sent a message where we'd killed off Prince Andrew. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, fingers crossed. That'd be fucking amazing. But that was to 700 members of staff. (laughs) We were like... Our deepest condolences are with the Queen and her family at the time on the on the on the occasion of her husband Prince. What um is it the Duke of York? Yeah, the Duke of York's death. Oh, so you just put the wrong dukedom. Yeah, we put the wrong dukedom, but we still sent that out to seven hundred people, and then tried to recall it, but you can't recall it when you send it to that many people. Yeah, so then had to say, please disregard the previous letter. Here is the correct version. It's the Duke of Edinburgh. So, yeah. Then everybody looks to see what the problem was, what the oh. issue was, and everyone's like, "And they never would have They never would have fucking read your message, probably. No, you probably not. Say it, but we couldn't let it stand. We could not let it stand that we'd put out there that we deepest oh. condolences with the Queen on the death of her son. What are they going to do when the Duke of York dies? Because I know the Duke of Edinburgh... His... There probably won't be a state funeral, surely. I think there fucking will be, because all the people who are diehard religious... Religious? Royal freaks will Royalists. be like... Will yeah. be like, I don't want to our tradition. I mean, like at least... You know, Prince Philip wasn't a nice person, but his sort of racism was cloaked under years of... <laughs> existing outside of the Twitter sphere, whereas now Prince mm-hmm. Andrew's crimes are unconvicted but um free for everyone to see. Speaking of rich cunts, uh, did you see Jeffrey Bezos this week? <laughs> Jeffrey Bezos Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos <laughs> Getting off the plane wearing a oh, cowboy who could hat. Give a shit, mate. Honestly, I do because it's shit. just like I mean people have pointed out that he could have like ended world hunger 8,000 times over yeah. with the money it took to go into space for about 15 seconds. That's what I'm saying. Like, who gives a shit? The more airtime we give it, the more validation he has. Couldn't give a shit that you went to space, mate. You weren't the first. Ugh. You won't be the last. Give a shit. I know. 
don't buy from Amazon less. I'm saying that I did actually buy stuff from Amazon this week. It's difficult to avoid because they've got such a monopoly and a bunch of stuff. And it's but, very convenient. But try. Just try. I mean, I feel like that's a good place to wrap. <laughs> I'm worried because we've been talking for an hour and 12 minutes. But I feel like how much of this is salvageable? <laughs> There's been a lot of shit this episode. <laughs> Okay, so thank you for listening to Misery Loves Company. Uh, we're still looking for guests. If you have a tragic story of your own, we would love to hear from you. you can yeah, be come- like Liam. Be, be like, like Liam. Liam. Be more like Liam. I mean, don't be like Liam in that please set up your instructional videos before you cover yourself head to toe in lube. Please come and be a guest. As you can see, if we try to do uh, too many episodes just on our own, it devolves into utter nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, you can uh, send us a story to read out or you could be a yeah. guest yourself. If you're sitting on the fence, yes, just can. go for it. It's really good fun. Um, do it. Don't be selfish and deprive the world of your cringe. Mm-hmm. You can get in touch with us at miserypodcast at gmail.com. Our intro music, as you should all know by now, is Zombie Funk by Steve Coloni. And if you perverts, specifically you, Liam, want to follow us, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at Misery Loves Cast. Do you ever wonder about Steve Poloni? Do you think do you think Steve would enjoy our podcast? I do think sometimes, but then at the same time, it's rights free music. He knows what he's getting into. Oh no, I'm not saying that he'd have any rights to I just hope his music brings me such joy. I hope Yeah. That, he that he's okay with it. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I hear what you're saying. We've been Sheldon and Freuder. Join again in a fortnight. That's two weeks' time. Um, if you don't understand the fancy words that we use, um, <laughs> <laughs> you bring the company and we'll bring the misery. Oh, my God. Just insulting our entire listenership then. All ten of yous. 